Hey, hey, everybody, and we are back with another episode of Boss Your Business, where I interview my guests of how they boss their business and build their business around their lifestyle and just enjoying life while running a business and not running a business to enjoy life when retirement maybe <laughs> comes around. And today we have Sarah Tran in our as our guest. And you are a sales funnel and meta ads strategist, the stuff that I do not want to touch. <laughs> For coaches, experts, course creators, and membership owners looking to break through the six-figure and beyond while working only part-time hours. Combining her background in Facebook ads and copywriting with a passion for marketing strategies and sales funnels, you help overwhelmed business owners get out of the being constant figure things out mode so they can finally build a profitable, sustainable, and scalable evergreen business online and get out of the time to money trap. <laughs> well, how can somebody like Facebook ads? Oh, I love, I don't know. It's just so much. I feel like that you can actually not control. You can't control the algorithm, yeah. but there's so much more that you can control rather than, you know, putting content out there and hope and pray that the right person sees it. There's more control than that. Right. So I'm not yeah, like a like, big content person. So Facebook but, ads, at least when I create a piece of content, I can make sure it goes to the right person. Let, does that make sense? So I love yeah. that. Yeah, I'm like, I know I know the targeting and everything. It's like, but I'm like, literally, I don't want to open up business or ads manager. I'm like, I, I know. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, no. Luckily, there's people too. like yeah. you that I can just call up to do that. Oh, how did you get here? How did you get to to be an ads strategist? What's what's your story? <laughs> it's it's a long story. So to cut the short to cut the you know the shortest point um, possible, um, I was I, I had like different businesses before. Um, I had like an e-commerce business before, and that didn't go very well because I had no idea how to market it. So in a couple of years, it kind of like eh. <laughs> I'm like, I'm kind of bored of it. It's not going anywhere. I have no idea how to do run my own ads. I knew that Facebook ads was the way to go back then. Um, but I think it was still almost like a um, like a well-kept secret, right? Mm -hmm. like, no, like no one really trains on it and things like that. So I'm like, eh, okay, I'm just going to go and work. So I went to work um, where I had like this normal nine to five job that really like almost killed me. And then from there, I decided that I wanted to do wedding planning. <laughs> So I went into wedding oh. planning and then from there, I learned a lot of copywriting stuff, a lot on how to build businesses. I ended up jumping into a bit of funnel building and then Facebook ads as well to kind of build my business because I hate creating content. I hate the idea of, oh my God, I need to create more content. Otherwise, no one's going to see my business. Otherwise, nothing's mm -hmm. going to happen. I'm like, what if I could go into Facebook? What if I could learn Facebook ads so that I could make sure that I don't have to create more content but i just can amplify the content that i've created to make sure that it reaches the right people then it's almost like i don't have to create as much content right yeah. i just need to make sure that the content gets delivered to the right person so i went into facebook ads um and all that so when COVID hit and then i'm like i think at that time i was already starting to think about going down the coaching route like to kind mm -hmm. of help 
other wedding planners with their business. And then um, I started like talking to people, started going to coaching. And then from there, at the same time, I think a year after that, I got pregnant. So I was like, I don't want to do any more weddings. It's like, it's so yeah. stressful doing weddings while you're pregnant. And I'm like, I'll pick up weddings again um, when I have my baby. So I started going into that coaching coaching road more a little bit. And then when I had my baby, COVID hit. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, well, Dangles yeah. wedding. Mm-hmm. So I finished my, yeah, so I finished the last of my weddings. And then, um, yeah, that's when I was like starting to take on more clients for Facebook ads. And that's when I started realizing like, should I either go down copywriting or Facebook ads? But then I realized like I love numbers a little bit more than I do love words. So that's when I started going all in in the Facebook ads route. And then I pretty much help people do the things that, that you know, what people, people like me that, that neither like copywriting nor Facebook ads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. Those. And those who don't want to feel like they're stuck having to create content daily for their business just to, you know, grow it yeah. and getting more leads and sales, I guess. Yeah. Having a more targeted way to get to grow your business. Right. Yeah, so long story, right? Oh, <laughs> I feel not that long. I feel so horrible having to walk everyone through the whole like full circle every time. No, I'm like that's 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 the uh, that's the premise of the show because it's like we see uh, we see people out there, we see people running businesses, we see people and perceive them as successful, and it's it's often this polished look because we're advertising ourselves, right? We, we yeah, are promoting ourselves. Um, yeah. And I'm like, the, the goal of this podcast is to show we are all just humans. I'm like, yeah, we had, we had a couple stories on, on the podcast where it's like, you did what? <laughs> and it's like, same with me. People, people always look at me like you were an electrician. <laughs> yeah, that's what I started out for. Started yeah, out as an yeah, electrician. That's... So it's always fun hearing people how how things have changed. When I'm like, when you mentioned wedding, I'm like, oh my God, this is such a stressful thing and such a <laughs> seasonal thing. You have all of the prepping going on, all of the stuff, and you know how it goes. It drags out forever. For people to finally make decisions and to finally do things and then the week before the wedding is when shit hits the fan everybody goes crazy you are suddenly an over i'm like i know wedding wedding <laughs> oh no no <laughs> it's it's really not that bad to be honest um i think it's it's almost like running a business like well technically when you're wedding when you have a wedding planning business it's almost both ends you need to have really strong type processes to kind of help you through mm-hmm. it right so I think um once you get into the hang of things like you kind of know when to put you know like check-ins with your brides because you know that they're about to go into you know those hectic seasons so you know to check uh-huh. in with them like hey like these are the common things that's going to come up like do you have any questions like what are you dealing with right now like do you, do you want me to take on anything for you so I think you know it's, it's a lot like running a business you need to have processes in place you need to have step-by-steps you and then you refine them along the way right um, I think the key to getting weddings planned or running a business is it's not just remembering that there are processes to help you through but that 
the key to having these processes work is that you have to always refine them. It's not yeah. like just one off, like I have a process. Oh, good. I'm good to go. No, you have to always come back and refine it. All right. It's almost like, you know, like in, in the digital business world, in the coaching course creation business world, people are like, here, here's my framework. This is the <laughs> that has taken me I to was, launch. I All was right. literally but- just going there where it's like, <laughs> You can start with somebody else's process. You can start with somebody else's framework. Yes. It's a great jump start. Don't give me wrong. Yes. And I'm like, yes. you look at my YouTube channel. I share all of my processes, all of the ways <laughs> how we how we do workflows, content creation, all the things, right? Yeah. But that doesn't mean it's going to work like that for you. Yes. You might have yes. a different yes. team. You are thinking different. You're... <clears throat> You have content creators out there that start with writing and then take that script and record a video. Does not work for me. Yeah, I need to talk right. through my brain processes information by talking. So fully scripting out of again, what what I'm doing with all of this bubbling is yes, you can take somebody else's framework and process. It- but you need to implement it to your needs, and then things That's change. Right. That's right. That's right. You are exactly moving things around. You are scaling. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You need to refine, right? It's not just about, it's even like the process that you create yourself, right? You still need to refine it over time. Yep. So sometimes it's like people take these proven process or this is the proven framework that I've used to launch like a million dollar business. And then they go like, oh my God, it doesn't work for me. It's not supposed to work immediately, right? You're supposed to refine it and adapt it. And I think this is like, the one point that people don't sell, right? They sell like, this is my proven framework, this four-step framework, blah, blah, blah. But they don't tell you that, oh, you you actually need to kind of make it work for you still. You know, there's still Mm -hmm. some work behind that. And I feel like that's like one of the, um, almost like one of the biggest flaw in the coaching industry for sure. Like they don't understand that everything is a process, but with every process, there's always constant refinement to it. Yeah. So and it's like my my solution is the only right solution. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. No. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah. And have you it's, ever seen like those solutions? Like when you go into them, it's almost like just another way of doing something that's already been yeah. taught before. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it's it's uh-huh. there's no one way to do the same thing. And it's it's so funny because I used to have something similar when it comes to wedding planning because brides are like, I need to book that one florist. She's the only one who has this the, the type of style and design I need to do. And I'm like, no, there's like a bunch of other people out there who does the same thing. So ah. it's it's the same thing. So I feel like yeah. there's a lot of <laughs> similarity. I, but I yeah. think where, where things are always gone missing, especially in the idea of here's the, the framework, here's the done for you solution, mm-hmm. they never account for the human aspect, for Definitely. for the person behind it, where it's like uh cool. Um, content creation, awesome. I want to organic, I want to go ads, fine. But what are your actual values? Yes. What are your core values as a person? And that will help you decide which of those frameworks, which of those ways to approach and build your mm. is right for you because it comes down to you. 
If you freeze up and you look like a dumbass on camera and you just simply need another month or two to get comfortable on camera. I wasn't comfortable on camera. I looked like a damn dumbass when I started out. I still do at times, let's be honest. Yeah, probably do. But it's like if video first might not be the first thing for you to start with, it might just be audio. Don't go, don't go with the video podcast, just start with an audio podcast. And while you do that, you jump on Instagram story because the stuff is gone within 24 hours and you start getting comfortable with the camera to then up level. But it's like so many people are pushing video first. I'm like, yeah, video first is a perfect solution for me. I fought through my limiting beliefs and just not being able to listen to my to my voice for a while there because of my accent because of being a german that lives in the us that's now speaking english my accent was way stronger so video was where people could see me they could get when i was making a dumb joke because you could tell on my face (laughs) it was the right solution for me it doesn't mean it's the right solution for everybody else because if you are having a panic attack just thinking about talking to a camera you're not going to do anything Yeah. And that I think that's one of the big things that has been missing in the coaching industry where it's like, what are your core values? What do you yeah. want to accomplish? And how does this align with my with my offering, with what I'm teaching? Or doesn't yeah. it align? And maybe you are better off somewhere else. Yeah. And also, I guess it's not just values, right? The one thing is also... Um, your headspace, your mindset, you know, like what you said just now, right? Self-limiting beliefs, everyone has them. So um, yeah, like I have coaches who who pushes like, oh, you should do DMing, you know, DMs and things like that. You should jump on lives. It, I don't jump on live straight away. I don't do live calls like this, like straight away, right? Um, My first step was actually doing coaching, one-on-one coaching. And Mm -hmm. from there I realized like, oh, I get to riff. Like I love riffing off about topics that- I love, mm-hmm. right? And that's when I'm like, you know, rather than creating content and having to write lots of content every day, why don't I just jump on calls with people, right, who wants to talk about things like that? So um, you you kind of, I think what you need to do is to understand who you are and what your limiting mm-hmm. beliefs are um, and learn to either overcome that or to work with it. Right. Yep. And I think that's a very important thing. And not to just feel like, oh, I, I can't I can't do what that coach is asking me to do. And now I feel like I'm I'm like stupid, not smart enough, not good enough, blah, 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 blah. No, you just need to find your own path to doing it. You still can do what you need to do. Right. And I think yeah. um yeah, that's that's something that don't really get talked enough. And everyone just feels like a failure because they feel like like oh they've given me the exact framework that everyone is everybody's used and they've been successful and here I am the only person with a problem and they feel like it's their fault but no you're just different right you have a different past than everyone else and you have more difficulty overcoming certain things than others you know so believe me those those ones where that framework worked something else is not gonna work yeah, it just definitely. yeah, <laughs> just simply didn't align with you, and it aligned better with the other ones. So, coming coming back around to really uh, vetting your choices, I'm like coaches should be vetting their vetting their clients because we want a result. We want to be able to say, hey, we have 
we have these kind of results and this amount, this percentage of, of my students, of my clients reap the results of it, which means yeah. coaches should be aligning their clients and their members accordingly, knowing that this is a good fit for the client. Unluckily, not all coaches do that. They are just going yeah. after getting your money. So it's it's yes. our, it's it's your responsibility to see how are you aligning with certain offers and approaches of doing things. And heck, I, I got burned in the past. Don't get me wrong. I have made bad decisions in the past, which is why I'm mm -hmm. like, you need to do your job. You, yeah, you are, you are thinking about hiring somebody. You are thinking about working with somebody. Make sure yeah. your values align and, and, and things just match yeah. well. Definitely. I do. Yeah, I, I definitely do agree with that as well. But, you know, there's only so much that you can yeah. expect somebody else to do. Right. So when you do get into a situation where you ended up hiring someone who's not a great fit, um, because they don't quite understand your values or what mm -hmm. you want or you end up you know purchasing another two thousand three thousand dollar course and then realizing like oh this is not going to work for me so that's when you you know take what works for them and then see what, how what? we can adapt and refine to working for you let's say you hired someone who's not a great fit why are they not a great fit so maybe you know something along the lines of their process is not i, I really like this but something else doesn't work so go and look for someone else with that mm -hmm. right because it's going to change from person to person their processes are going to change and things like that so yeah um definitely again it's a process that's getting refined for all you know the the coach the um the the person that you hire they're still refining their process as well so five yep. down five years down the road their, their proven framework is going to change again, right? That's mm -hmm. why they're always re-recording things as well. You know what I mean? So yep. no one I've has been... a set proven, proven framework for sure, I'm like... proven process. Yeah. I've been I've been re repolishing. I'm like the, the the big idea is still all the same, but we yeah. keep polishing my framework. That's just what it is. That's yeah. what human nature is. Yeah. The leaves fall off the tree and we have fresh ones next year. And yeah. you, this is this is a great lead into to my next question of what are some of the processes and workflows that help you run your business that allow you to just take time off and and run a business that supports your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So, I guess some of the, I mean, the most important process is having something to that will help you get more leads and clients right i think that's like the most important process of all um because every business thrives on having more leads and clients yeah. so i think that for me i do amplify a lot of that with ads and i obviously help clients do that as well but for me i think it's about how you can streamline those processes and so you can take yourself out of it or on those days where it's just hard to be there or to think right you have a way to kind of walk you through it. So all you need to do is just follow those steps, even when your brain isn't working, right? Mm -hmm. Like, um, I I have a lot of, I guess, like templates. I guess templates are like the easiest thing, like part of your process, right? Like if someone inquires, what do you do? What do you say? Yep. Sometimes you have days where your brain just isn't working. And like, how do I answer this question? Oh my God, that's just weird. So sometimes I have like, like one of the easiest things that I've done so far is like, I created like a template bank, a copy bank of 
mm-hmm. all the questions that people have asked me and my responses to that. So if I need to like, if my brain isn't working that day, I'll just go through and look for like similar questions. And then I just grab and like, just change it and use it. Like that saves me so much time, right? Rather than procrastinating and like, I'll just answer them tomorrow. And then next thing you know, it's like a whole week. And then you know, you know, you know, things like, like that. Damn right? it, the week is, it's Friday yeah. and I still I haven't know. replied. What? Yeah, I still don't know what to say to that person. Oh. So yeah, I think that's, that's definitely having templates. I think having templates that you can reuse over and over again um, definitely has helped. And it cuts you time as well so that you don't oh have God, to yes. think from scratch. Right. Like even even with writing, I think creating copy, right? Creating mm-hmm. content, getting on like podcast shows and re- recording podcasts. I think you have your own processes as well, right? So like even for get- me to get on to get on podcast shows, I have a process that walks me through it and things like that. So yep. yeah, definitely everything. <laughs> I'm like, look, look at us. It's like we literally have we've been polishing up our our podcast workflow as everybody that's been around listening knows. We went from going live to to pre-recording the live show. <laughs> Simply because it makes it easier having people like you on. It's usually it would be a pain in the butt for you to join. Because the live show would have happened yeah, way earlier than we are recording this right <laughs> yeah. now. Same same as simple as just starting with some email templates where it's like, go here, fill this out, done. Yeah. Where where you simply don't have to have to think about what's going on and what you need to do next. Yeah. Um, also, you already started to hint a little bit. What are, what are some of your favorite tools you are using? Okay, so I love ClickUp. Um, everything goes in there. The things that don't go to ClickUp, they go onto Google. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I I write a lot of my SOPs on Google, but I link to them. I manage them on on ClickUp. So yep. ClickUp has like I you I, I kind of use both of them. So ClickUp, Google, Facebook Ads, obviously Facebook Ads. Um, you know, for automated lead generation. Um, my other favorite tool is go high level it's like a crm mm-hmm. like funnel builder blah 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 everything it lets you really automate things without having to buy like a bunch of tools um what else i feel like i missed one okay i feel like i missed one but yeah definitely click up google facebook ads and go high level definitely my favorite <laughs> because it just helps me you know, automate as much as possible. Yeah. Then you're a ClickUp expert. <laughs> Just a little bit. I might be writing the book on ClickUp right now. Um, yeah, I'm like, it's <clears throat> it's interesting because all of our task management for the podcast runs through ClickUp. So yeah, we use a scheduler to to schedule our guests because why why would I manually remind you of doing something, right? But I'm like, the moment our guests submit things, I have, I literally have a ClickUp task open right now with your bio yeah. handy, being able to take notes in the comment section for my VA that's going to be cleaning up things and, and linking things. As well as the moment this goes live, I change the stage to that the the, the podcast is live and you're going to get an email with all the links that are already linked within ClickUp. Yeah so that you have all the resources to promote if you want to promote the episode right so <laughs> it's it's 
it's just our hub. It's we handle we handle um, SOP similar to you, where a lot of documents and stuff are in Google Drive. We are switching over right now to using ClickUp Docs, but again, mm. we have a company hub for our wikis and SOPs where you link them. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter if you want to keep them in ClickUp or if you want to have them in Google Drive. Yeah. There's a field for that. Just have a space where you can collect them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it, it definitely saves a lot of time as well because like I guess when you're first creating a process like the way I do it anyways like I just dump everything down on a google doc ha. and then yep. as I go in and refine it I figured out like should it go to my CRM or should it go to ClickUp right so yeah because I I, I do manage some client pipelines on ClickUp as well uh on my CRM itself as well. But a lot of my other tasks, like even to my day-to-day tasks, I do it on ClickUp. And I think it just saves so much time, so much brain space, especially because like I technically only work three days a week because my mm-hmm. like that's that's the only days that my son goes to daycare. So I had the other two days with him and <laughs> it's just a handful. I do not have time to worry and think about my business. So if I need to keep things running, I need to make sure that I can quickly jump in, see what needs to be done because it's already yep. showing me on ClickUp or I have a process that quickly walks me through like what I need to do because I do not, literally do not have time to think. The only time I have to do work is like maybe an hour while he naps and that's it. So I need to be able yep. to get as much done as possible. So having like a refined process for me to quickly that tells me quickly what I need to do. Um, having click up on my CRM that tells me like this is what you need to pay attention to, things like that. It just helps, you know, it just really helps me not worry about things and yeah, be able to actually spend time with him because otherwise it, it might really annoy me. Like if I'm in the middle of something, like I'm a very focused person. If I'm in the middle of doing something and he comes and like, mommy, let's go play, I'll be like, no. <laughs> I need to get and I feel horrible because I don't want to go play with him, you know, because it's my day with him. So yeah. yeah, it's it's I guess it's it's about trying to balance, you know, running a business from home and you know, being a mom, you know, and it's it's never easy, but yeah, I think processes definitely saves saves a lot of time and efficiency, definitely. <laughs> and it's like what what I always tell my clients or or specifically when when solopreneurs when they're starting out um a lot of business owners start out as solopreneurs and they're like but mm-hmm. it's just me and I'm like you just perfectly explained the brain power that you were using just trying to figure out where you left off the last time and what you need yeah. to do Guess yeah. what? For regular stuff that happens either way every day, every week, or every month, or every quarter, or every year, I have a recurring task for in ClickUp for that. I don't yeah. have to think about it. I don't have to remember yeah. it. Yeah. And it, it becomes even more a time saver and a brain power saver when it comes down to, to producing a podcast where it's like... Yeah. I don't want to call my VA every single time. Where are you at it with this episode? Is this blog post done? Yeah. Really? Not even to mention, and again, going back to a solopreneur, because that's often where we, we don't need processes. I don't need a project management tool. The time mm. I have wasted in the past when I was still building websites of 
did I do the SEO on this page? And then I need to go back to the page and I need to open it up and I need to check the SEO. Yes, I've done it. And then two minutes later, did I check that? Did I do the SEO? So, so having these task templates or even just in the beginning, a piece of paper written down with the steps yeah. you need to take yes. saves you the, uh, do I, did I do that? Yeah. It's crossed out. Done. Yeah. Yeah. The, the or even like, brain power you even I think like, even if you have it on, you know, a piece of paper and then you can quickly run your eye through it, you'd be like, mm -hmm. oh yeah, this is where I stopped. It's as easy as that. Yeah. Right. Um, you don't have to like think about, oh my goodness, like, did I miss something? Right. Something like that. So I feel like, and you know what, having these processes is the first step to handing like it over to somebody else. Like that's when you can start delegating and like, you know, I don't need to keep doing this myself. It's taking like 20 minutes, you know, I'm just going to mm -hmm. hire a VA and take it over for me. Right. And then guess what? You've already got it all documented and all written yep. out and you can just hand that process over to your VA. You don't need to do any more work. And that just saves you 20 minutes of your time each day. <laughs> right. So it's definitely, I think if anyone doesn't know where to begin, start documenting things. I have like mm -hmm. what I call a planning doc for all new processes, all new things that I'm testing out. And it's, it's a messy, it's like a brain dump. <laughs> it even has and that's that's where processes start it's a brain dump yeah. where it's like but it's also it's it's a visual help of when you look at it and it's like why am i doing that specific task right down there it makes way more sense yeah. if i'm doing it up there because yes. that's how they play with each other so yeah. looking at it, which again, you don't have to go all crazy guys. You don't have to go big whiteboarding and, and, and decision-making no. tree. You don't. A piece of paper and don't. a pen does the job in the beginning. But yeah. if you don't have this down, if you do not start recording your processes, what's going to happen is if you are at the point of even just bringing in a VA for a few hours a week, they can't read your mind. <laughs> they <Yeah>. cannot. <laughs> So mm -hmm. if you don't have at least something for them to work off, you're going to spend three times the amount of time because you're going to train them. They're going to do it. Then you need to prove it. And actually, that's four times you need to probably edit it too and finalize the stuff. So yeah. start recording your processes. Yeah. And even if you're not sure, like even if like you're not a pen and paper or Google Doc person, definitely start recording it. You can record yourself talking through it, right? and then like get it transcribed. <laughs> There's lots of like um, AI now that does all those transcribing yeah. things. Like a lot of SaaS products out there, you don't actually need to submit it like to like a transcribing business to transcribe it. So it saves you a lot of money to just get one of those and transcribe it. And then maybe get I your VA to go through it and then write down the notes for you, like the steps for you, right? So that's, there's lots of ways. That's, to little, now. that's literally how we build our SOPs because I'm like, I can talk all day. I will not be writing. Um, I walk, I walk through what I do on a Loom video. I often enough then use Tango to grab some screenshots. So Tango does the whole, when you click on things, it records it with a screenshot. And then nice, yeah. I have my VA that that combines all those pieces writes it i prove it we polish it up with a couple of changes that might need to happen and done yep. i'm not an implementer i am not going to be sitting there and writing sops for the next no yeah. no yeah. your time as a business owner is worth a lot more and and when you you have that time and you have nothing to do 
then go play with your kid, right? <laughs> I think yep. that's the reason why we're doing all of this. We're not doing this to, to get like to do all those little admin stuff. Um, that's the reason why we created a digital business, right? Mm -hmm. So that we can automate things. And I think it, it all starts with documenting your processes and seeing what you can actually make more efficient to save you time and to save you brain power. I think that's like, like that's what people don't consider when it comes to creating a business. Like, yeah, like how much resource they actually have. Yeah, your time, your energy, your bandwidth, your mental bandwidth is like your biggest resources, not not just money. People just think like, oh my God, I need money. I need money. No. <laughs> your your mental bandwidth is you your always you always can make more money. You can never make more time. And yeah, with yeah. that, I'm going to give everybody their time back to go spend with their family after you told them where can people find you. And yes, guys, it's in the description too for easy clicking. But Sarah, <laughs> where can people find you? Uh, they can usually just find me on Facebook. Um, I'm also in LinkedIn, although I don't really do much on LinkedIn. To be honest, I don't really do much on Facebook as well, but my DMs are usually quite busy. Um, but I just don't post much. Like, I already... Disclaimer, you know, I already said I don't create much content. I feel weird creating content. I don't know. I, I'm just not like a, hey, I've got so much to share today kind of person. So I do prefer these kind of like live calls. So, um, you know, just, just so that I can actually still share without feeling like I need to create content. But yeah, if you follow me, you can definitely hit me up on my DM and just chat. And if you want to need help getting out of being a bottleneck in your own business, like whether it's you know, getting organized. Um, I love talking about how I organize my time as well, um, being with a three-year-old boy. And um, processes, I love talking about processes as well because that's how I build my business. And of course, if you want to talk about funnels and Facebook ads, which is just the next step of processes, you can find yep. me on DMs. Okay, my Facebook DMs. All right. <laughs> so go find Sarah on Facebook. Link will be in the description. And thanks so much for joining me. And everybody listening, I'll see you in the next episode. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. <laughs>